Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Paramount Gin. Mix it with some Sprite Zero and no one will know you paid 15 bucks for the whole handle. We gave out a free shirt to a dude that hadn't even listened to the podcast. Did we waste a t-shirt or make a lifelong fan? Yeah, probably wasted the tea. Thank you for wearing your t-shirts if I gave you a t-shirt. It's always good to see people supporting the show. I love you guys. Today's guest is Michael Holder. Michael talks about being 48, never been married. People think it's creepy, I guess. I don't know why. Could be me soon. 27, never been married. 21 years, could be 48, never married. That's fine. I'd be like Michael and that'd be fine. So it's good. What's it like trying to fit into a community of 20, 30 year olds as a 48 year old? Pretty easy. He does really well. Talks about it in the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Holler at me if you want a t-shirt. Jody Harima. I want to mention her name because I thought our listener in Lethbridge, Canada was a guy named Paul, but it's Jody. She let me know. So thanks a lot, Jody. Jody Harima, look her up on Facebook. Put a name with a face. Yeah, stock her on Facebook. Stock Jody. Let's do this. Michael Holder. I guess, yeah, the main thing I want to talk about today is, um, like, what your romantic relationships have been like in the past, and also, um, I want to talk about how you relate to people your age, and then also how you relate to, because, like, how you kind of, you know, eventually get into how you started comedy, and what it's like now, as a 48-year-old kind of starting comedy in a scene of people that are, you know, 20s and 30s. Yeah. So what's uh, so you're like single dude? Are you have you had like a lot of long relationships? Are you into that or? Yeah, oh no, definitely. Uh, um, like the last, uh, I would say about twelve years. I, I, I was, I sp- you know, really did well with like one year relationships. You know? Okay, they're always like super intense. Yeah, you know, physical right out the right off the bat. Uh-huh. Uh, I never really felt like I got to know them really well enough to, I don't think I really cared. I think it was like when you're younger, it's like, you know, physical seems to dominate. Like, are we really right for each other? Yeah. You're not thinking that way. A lot of one, a lot of one to your relationships. And then, um, when I was, uh, about 12, 13 years ago, uh, I was dating. Uh, I met, I met a girl online dating. Okay. And, uh, I don't know how old I was then 35, 40, something like that. And, uh, she was, uh, she had a three, four, and a six-year-old. Okay. And uh, I think I was just kind of ready to settle down. And so we started, we started dating and, and uh, loved the kids. I've always, you know, for not having like brothers and sisters and stuff, I've always loved, um, you know, I was, I've been great with kids. Yeah. Not like, not like a father figure, but more like, like a brother, like a big brother. Yeah. Like cool I'm really uncle? good at yeah maybe yeah, yeah. You, you got not cool. creepy but yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely the cool uncle and uh but anyway she uh yeah i bought my first house and they moved in with me and lived with me for a year and uh and you're into it uh i was i was at that time yeah okay. and she but she had some uh she had some uh basically I just, well she 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 would stick me with the kids a lot and then go out and party Oh and, really? Yeah, and and when that first started, I was like, you know what? She's she hasn't really been able to do this in a while, so I'm cool. Like go, what, like, go I'm, out and party with yeah. her girlfriends or something. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Just like get drunk? Yeah, just go out and. But I mean, we're probably talking like on a Wednesday, Thursday night, and okay, and uh, and it it just got to it really quickly got to the point. Where it was like I'm not fucking cool with this. Yeah, like I'm sitting at home. The kids are asleep. It's like one in the morning on a Thursday. Yeah, and, and I don't you're know babysitting. Exactly. Yeah, I, I turned into weird. a. I turn into, once I turned into a babysitter, I was like, eh, this isn't. And they're living with you. They were all living with did me. You, yeah. Did you feel like you were being taken advantage of? Yeah, eventually. Was That's that kind of what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And then, uh, so I kicked kicked them out. You did? That, yeah. And that's, How'd uh, that go? Uh, it ended up going well. Like obviously she How? was. I was. I was surprised. Well, she ended up moving. 
back to where family's from in Iowa. Okay. And so the kids all ended up, I mean, they got their cousins and grandma and grandpa and everything. It ended up, it ended up great. It fixed itself. For them. Totally, totally fixed itself. Yeah. But um, I was just, I was surprised that she was surprised. That you when were I told her. Yeah. And uh, why did you not give her any, like, did you not voice your frustration? Oh, no, that's what was, no, I totally did. Yeah. I totally did, like, over and over again. I'm like, dude, what's going on? And uh, that's why it was weird. That's that's why I was yeah, and that's why I was surprised that she like didn't see it coming. But, huh. but that was um, that was hard. And then then the the weird thing is that after they were gone, yeah, um, I was just like a wreck for a while. Like why? I second guessed everything. I was like, well, you know, just the shock because I think I had liked having a family, and right. when they were just suddenly all gone, I just I was like nuts for like three months i just just bored or lonely no just horribly depressed like really like, oh my god she was the best thing that ever happened to me what did yeah. i what did i do who'd you and, miss the most the kids or her or just the general um yeah family I, energy i mean i definitely can look back on it now and say i i think it was just i think it was all of it yeah I think it was all of it i think that was the first time that i experienced like essentially being married with kids and and yeah. uh and all those little things and anyway i mean it's you know i recovered and there were a couple times after that couple um yeah as i got older the the dating you know i did online dating for a while and and you'd have these like short little one month kind of things and what do you what do you think what do you think of online dating i i don't do it now i hate it i hate it i yeah i like it so this is my my thing on online dating now is that it's a couple things. I think it also it's like at my age, uh, like most people don't think I'm 48 when they okay. meet me. Um, and even if they, even if they do, most of the people that I meet that are my age, I'm like, God, they're old, you know? Like, right. and I think it's just more of you like, think I they look, you think well, they not, look old. Not, not necessarily physically. I think it's just like the people I meet have a, so much baggage. I don't want to say baggage. I don't mean like, kids are necessarily baggage i don't mean, yeah but we're talking like what's that look know, like the, baggage when you meet someone and you think whoa this person brought a lot with them on this date oh you everything you, you could have um you know issues they have still have ongoing issues disputes with their ex-husband that's the worst that's, isn't it? you got that going on yeah. you have like you know the schedule is wacky uh, i mean anyone that has kids They've, you know, these fucking soccer games all the yeah. time, basketball. I mean, it's just nonstop. They just, it's just a scheduling thing. Well, yeah, it's them saying, hey, this is my life and it's not changing. Yeah. If you want to be a part of it, jump in. But I'm right. not, we're not going to meet in the middle here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and financially, too, uh, was something all the times that I, or not all, but I mean, a lot of the times I've, I've you know, met women online. Um, Desperate's not the right word, but there there was almost always some sort of situation they were in. Is it the right word? You use the word. Yeah, it, it might it, it might be. I mean, I, well, I because I could say that about myself too. Like, I yeah. don't feel like I'm desperate at all now. I think at that time, I I think I was desperate at that time to have uh, a woman and her three young kids move in with me. I don't think I was thinking. You're just trying to fill the hole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, that's why I, said, I don't know if desperate, but whatever. I mean, there's a huge, huge needy, maybe yeah. needy. Not, Dude, desperate, so. who cares? Just yeah. say that's yeah, it. I mean, I yeah. definitely think, and I think once, so once I kind of grew out of that desperation and really just enjoyed, um, like just kind of rediscovered how much I enjoy being alone. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very solitary. I'm very private. Me too. Uh, and I, I enjoy that. And it's way more of a problem for other people than it is for me. It's also a problem. That was a huge problem with people yeah. I date. Like they didn't understand why I needed so much alone time. Boundaries, man. And uh, so it just, you know, and and then so now it's like, like when you get to my age, I mean, online, like I have buddies that are like, dude, you should be dating a 25-year-old. I'm like, yeah, it'd be great. Like that's not happened. Like I look really yeah. good. I look really good on paper. And then... You know, then you've got the age and the physical thing yeah. that is, you know, going to be a barrier for, for when, you know, girls a lot younger than me. So I, I, think, I get yeah. in this in between 
area, even mm-hmm. though I'm 48. Right. I feel like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm 35. Yeah. And 48 year olds That's are, your are too ranges. old for me. Yeah. And 25 is too young. But I'm not 35. I'm 48, and so I right. can't. It's just a matter. Of, I can't meet. The baggage you know. is what it is. The, the baggage, baggage is and also what ages a you. Lack of effort on my part too. Like what do you I, mean? I mean, as a again, as I get older, I'm like fuck it. I, I don't have the energy to put into dating. I do started you, doing stand up comedy. I uh-huh. love it so much. Yeah. You know that that's three or four nights a week, mm-hmm. and even on the even on the other nights. I love sitting at home and cruising the internet and writing and Isn't stuff like best? that. It's just, I really enjoy it. And, and yeah. so talking about like filling a void, uh-huh. that's not why I started doing stand up. Uh, I don't think, but yeah, you know, I, I mean, yeah. I, it was like, it wasn't like a bucket list thing. Like I'm going to jump out of an airplane. You know, a lot do of people are like, comedy I'm going to yeah. do, yeah, it wasn't like that mean. at all. Like once I decided I was going to try it. Yeah. I think um, it was almost a year before I actually got up and did it. Because I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to spend time going up to the club and watching other comedians. Yeah. Um, I, I went to the writing session for like a month, month and a half. Chris Weir was running it at the time. It was funny. I can remember when he when it, the pressure was sort of like, they're like, are you going to like, have you have you gone up yet? Yeah, because they kept asking, and then it's like, all right, you, you know, it's time. You got to actually get up and do it. Yeah, you're putting you it off. You're like just putting it off. And, it. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. it. But and yeah, so. I know what you mean. Back to you, you wanted to do it for for leisure, for just something you wanted to do for enjoyment, and rather than find a wife and find kids, you thought, yeah, I want to do this, and it's part of what you do for fun now. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> I have so many friends that are uh, in bands, musicians, and I mm-hmm. love, you know, I love performance. Yeah. And even when it comes to music, like I prefer, like to me, there's nothing better than like one person and one guitar on stage. Like I've always loved the solo act. Yeah. I mean, there's just something to me that you're up there alone doing it, and uh, so that I, yeah, I just, I mean, I play guitar, but I was like, I, I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't play and sing at the same time. Like I could never connect my hands and my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I just gave up on that. And I think this was a, a similar type mentality, you know, that, that creative part of you kind of wants to perform. I mean, yeah. And it's that connection. I, f- um, I mean with it's the, cl- I think it's the, you're right. It's like the closest you can get to real vulnerability and connecting with people. Cause there's not like guitars and stuff. There's a lot of noise and it's, yeah, loud and there's a lot of uh a lot of that empty airspace is being filled but with comedy it's like man it's just like the it's it's quiet in there man yeah everything you're very you never zone out right you're not right. zoned out because it's always quiet but so now is there any part of you like on your mind where you think like, oh yeah, I'd like to have a wife and kids again? Or are you like, nah, this is me. I'm doing this. I want to do. I'm living the life I want to live. I mean, I yeah, for the most part, I mean that's how I feel. I mean, yeah, I, you know, there are definitely times where um, you know I think you know that there might be somebody out there. Yeah, uh, I don't know what she would be like. I mean. I don't know if she's, you know, a similar mentality. I, you know, I really, I listen to Tom Segura's podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I love, you know, he and his wife, Christina, do that podcast together. And I love, they're both comedians and they're both so funny. And to watch them play Would You Rather with each other. Yeah. just crack. I'm like, that is, and make each other cry laughing. Like, that really is, like, that would be awesome. Yeah, but you're looking I, for like, that connection. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's tough to find. Yeah, I mean, it's like if I walked off stage and, you know, some chick came up to me and, and said, like, that was that was hilarious. You want to go out sometime? Uh-huh. I would not turn that down. Yeah. So it's not like I'm not open to it, but I'm not. It's just like, especially, I just, I can't. The online dating thing. Stay I just feel it. like it's like, you know, it's like buying clothes online. You know, that little picture, that shirt. 
Yeah. And then it, it shows up. You're like, eh, this isn't. So you just, you can send the shirt back. Right. The online dating, I feel like it's like you have to put that shirt on and fucking take it out to dinner. You at and least act like yeah. you don't hate it for three to four hours. Yeah. And then you you're do. done. But it's just like that three to four hours. You know what, though? I think you can, I mean, it's an option. If you meet someone that you met online, you can just say, look, now. Yeah. Later. If you if you meet them and 10 minutes in, you yeah, think, yeah. look, for whatever reason, I don't want to be here anymore. I think women probably arrange those those things a lot better than men do. Because I do think mean? women. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of a lot of women that I work with, used to work with uh, that, uh, you know, Tinder date and do all that shit. And yeah. we give them shit all the time. It's like, you know, it's a hookup site. The women are like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. And uh, we would have those arguments, but they would, uh, they would always, you know, if they met a guy, uh, you know, they always have their girlfriends like, what? Do, like ready to call him, you know, and, and, no, and, and fake an emergency or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Just they're to ready get to go? They're all, they always have a backup plan. Always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? And I think they're way better than, than, than dudes at doing it. Well, I never do. And I've found myself in situations where I've thought, I, I do it. I, yeah. I guess I say I'm committed to whatever because usually you know we're dudes we yeah. do the assertion yeah. you know so it's up to us and usually I'll just whatever one night it's like okay this is an evening with you yeah and I'm committed I've never bailed and there have been times where I thought you know what you should have bailed yeah yeah but yeah I know I don't people know. that have. I know people that have uh, I don't know, I think there's a term for it where they where they walk in. And they and see they the turn person. Around. They turn like they don't even. Oh, just physically look at them. And they they stand them up completely. You know and what I mean? Like yeah, you've got like mail kind of shit or whatever. Yeah, they just don't even. Because like, they've been they misled just, from the person's physical appearance. You think? I guess so. I don't know. I, I mean, guess it would have to be. Yeah, I feel like if you're, if if you're that stupid to Photoshop that much your photo and you yeah. know there's because I've met women it's been a long time but I met women online didn't look anything like their photo and was I'm it like, the same person you think it was the same person okay yeah, but I'm like Jesus really like like yeah. what did you think was gonna happen you know what I mean yeah. like that's the whole thing it's like you're not that that guy's is lasting the first five seconds and then the, yeah. then the gig is up the, yeah <laughs> The, it's it's gonna end it's you're gonna be caught very soon and you're yeah. only making it worse the more you prolong it you know yeah like you know you're i i had that once i did i uh i went out with a girl i do it was a uh she's bigger you know and from her pictures she didn't look as big okay but yeah, so you gotta look out for the ones that do the the top the top down selfie that's right. the one you well, no, they were just like i think they're older pictures they were yeah. very close to her face but nevertheless i do um i like bigger girls i like them all i like them all shapes and sizes yeah. okay so i didn't really care but it did <laughs> occur to me that i thought whoa i'm like this i wonder what other dudes who are less uh discriminative yeah would say to this girl because you know i'm not the only guy that swiped right right and because right. i i imagine there's got to be dudes that were just whatever that word is just turned around yeah, yeah. said later but it was funny to me because i was like oh yeah whatever i'm i'm weird i'm into this so it doesn't matter to me but what are you doing like why yeah, are you doing yeah. that yeah. i actually did uh i did it with a friend of mine a, a girlfriend of mine we did uh we did speed dating one time it was like What's a, that like? I don't even know if they do it anymore. This has been a long time. I've like seen 10, it in like 10 years ago. It's like it was literally was like at a fucking Applebee's. No. Yeah, it was at an Applebee's, and they they had like little bells that they had a bell that they would ding. It was For so when you move on so to the next person. Stereotypical. Yeah. What type of what type of clowns you meeting at an Applebee's? It doing was speed uh, dating. Oh my god! I can't even. It it was just they were all weird, but. You're, you realize is, you were one of the weirdos. I was one of the weirdos, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, you have to know. 
Uh, I felt that, that was weird. You were I felt it was like walking in on. It was like a felt like a swingers cruise that like you didn't know it was a swing. It was yeah, just, it takes like, a turn for a certain that type vibe. of person to everyone say, that "Yeah, let's go that, speed dating at Applebee's." Yeah, at an Applebee's, like the yeah. Applebee's is what really. But you were there, dude. I was there, and and uh, the the thing I did like about it was it was such a low risk. Like yeah. it was so much fun because I'm like, this is. And it was like after the first person, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. And yeah. me and my friend, they would give you breaks in between. You'd have like whatever, three or four Take people. a breather. And then I'd go, me and this girl would go hang out at the bar and yeah. just be like, this is fucked up. And yeah. then it just got, the rest of it was just fun. It was funny. We were yeah. almost like, and we started just like fucking with people and, yeah. and doing it going, this, we might as well just. Not take it too seriously. Yeah. So it was actually, it was actually fun. I've actually thought about. I'd do it. I don't know if they still do that, but you want to take a friend though, because those those yeah. breaks, you don't want to be like chilling by yourself in between the breaks. If you can have a friend, you can hang out with it. Okay, gives you an out. Are they meant to just be like a social break from talking to? I actually, I think I don't know. I I think they're if you if you speed date and you you like the person that you just spent five minutes talking yeah, to. Yeah, well, how's that go? I think they I think they do the breaks probably so you can talk a little bit more. Oh, really? I think that's why they do them, yeah. Oh. But we were like, me and my friend were like, she's like, I'm not I'm not doing it by myself. Like, you're doing yeah. it. She wanted to do it, and then she asked me to do it with you got, her. You're just the wingman. Yeah, so um, I think that's probably too why I thought it was kind of... Then afterwards, don't you go up to people and say, don't you exchange stuff? They had, um, it was, you know, it was before on like Tinder and shit. Yeah. It, but it was kind of like Tinder in a way that like you had like a little, almost like a little scorecard. Yeah. It was like anonymous. It was anonymous. Yeah. So like if you both, it was, I think it was very similar to Tinder. If you both like, cl- like checked yes. Yeah. Then there was some kind of follow up, but I didn't, there was no, I didn't make any connection. No. So. Yeah. So I, dude, I, yeah, I don't know. I, that'd be fun. It would, yeah. I would, if I were to do it, I'd do it for just the good times. You not, know, as popular yeah. as Tinder's been though, they should, they should do it more. You on Tinder? No. Why not? I, I don't like my face. I don't know. It's you like, just, if you don't yeah, like, like I said, like when I say, I, I think I look, I look good on paper. Like, you know, you, like, there's have, like have a, a house, have a job. There's know, a description right portion. Yeah, but still. Yeah. I don't know. You the face isn't, really. your I face just, isn't your selling point? No. Dude, you should try it out. <laughs> Cuz there is a I read descriptions. I look at all the pictures. I don't have it now. Yeah. I just kind of get it when I get bored, but I read. I see what's up. I'll see yeah. if we have you can see if you have mutual interests. Yeah, and also you know? I'm I'm like I say it kind of goes back to the private thing. I don't really Oh, you don't like it, your business? No, because yeah. the the job I was just the place I was just working at, like we we would just so many people in the office were on Tinder. And yeah. then we'd all go out to happy hour together. Yeah. And be fucking around with each other's. T- oh, know, really? Yeah, because your friend who's sitting right next to you shows up. Yeah. And it's just the whole thing was just like, this, no. No. Not, that's not weird. for me. Not yeah. for me. Well, yeah, because that's uh, why. I mean, it's a good. I honestly, I do not know. I mean, I don't. I like, I wouldn't know where to meet people if it weren't for the internet. I don't know. Because uh, I'm no, like, impossible. you ever go up to a girl at a bar? Fuck no. Awful. Terrible experience. Grocery store. Everyone's like, oh, you'd meet. It's like, that, no. no fucking talk That's about That's so intrusive. It is it's, super intrusive. It's yeah. so intrusive to go up to someone while they're buying like fruit and say, hey, I, uh, I, you're really attractive. Where did you go to school? And they're just trying to Dude, buy bananas? No. Gr- women at grocery stores either uh, just came back from the gym or like just got out of bed or something and they do not want to be talked to. I don't think so. they ever want to be talked to. But I don't not in my experience I haven't. Yeah. I'm sure they want to they talk to some people but think, not me. Think if a girl came up and it, you know what it is? It all depends what you look like, right? Yeah. You know? It has to be. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like I I don't I don't think I look good, so yeah. that's always on my mind. So I'm like, fuck, I'm not gonna yeah, oh, so you're just, yeah, insecure? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think, because uh, here's what I was going to say. What if a girl comes up to you, and this is the really thing, we're just, maybe you're as shallow as me, but if it's like, what if a girl comes up to you and starts talking at the grocery store? And I'm like, well, yeah, it depends what she looks like. That's a big thing. I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't matter, but it depends what she looks like. And then also, like, 
if she's fun if the interaction is like immediately yeah but otherwise that's a very rare <laughs> scenario and i don't know i'm trying to buy bananas yeah i you know the one of the things that stand up has i think helped me with is is um being a little quicker on my feet yeah uh and also just having having a little more confidence absolutely and, uh, and so, like, like there have been times, like in the past year or two. One thing I like, I, I do now. I mean, if I hear something funny happening, you know, in a, if I'm in the self checkout and this, you know, if a cute girl's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always when they're cute, not when they're yeah. not. But yeah, if there's a cute girl next to me, uh-huh. or in like the elevator at work, yeah, um, you got game. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just start making jokes and doing crowd work because. Because now it's like, first of all, it's it, I think it's funny. Yeah. And uh, it was just a, I was at the store just a couple of days ago, and cute girl, but she she had to have a hundred items. Okay. Like she filled a grocery cart full of shit, went mm-hmm. through the self checkout, and she was like halfway through when I like came to the checkout next to her. Yeah. I mean, she had filled up all of the bags in the little turnaround thing the bagging and they area. were piling yeah. up on that shelf above and she still had shit in the yeah, car yeah it's funny and uh and i just noticed it and uh and then she got hung up on some item like okay. she couldn't find like it was like produce and she couldn't yeah, find yeah, the yeah. code she, so on top of all that shit she needed help okay. and i fucking hate that like what? If, you, if you need help in the self checkout don't go to the self checkout Oh, so you're getting frustrated? I, well, in, yeah, initially, initially, okay, initially, okay. but then I'm now I'm like, yeah, if she's ugly, I, you know, some, you know, older woman, whatever, I'd be like, like what the fuck, you're fucking up the whole thing. But she's really? cute, so I'm like, you tolerate it? So I tolerate a little bit more. Okay. And, uh, I should, what did she say? She said something like, uh, I don't. She said she called the guy over and she's like, I don't think I know what the code is. Okay. And I said. I don't, and I, no pause at all. I just said, I don't think you know what 15 items means. Nice. And, um, you're, you're working backwards though, man. It's funny. Yeah. Well, how did she take it? She laughed. She laughed, but I think there was a, it was a, it was like a nervous kind of laugh. Yeah. Like, like is this dude actually mad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> or like, who's this creepy fucking 48 year old? That like, could be it. it was, too. I think it was a, a whole mix of those things, but. But I'm enjoying that now. I'm enjoying the fact that that kind of goes back to my point. It's like I don't mind being a little creepy because yeah. it's funny. It make it's it's funny to me. Right? Do you? Yeah. I I like being I like being creepy too. In that way, I'm gonna try to maybe we're talking about the same thing. But uh, I like being able to say whatever I want to say. Yeah. I, I like not having like um, a wife to say. Joey, yeah. hey, you know, I, yeah. I can be me and I can say whatever I want to anyone without representing another person. Because yeah. think about how often guys are just like, you know, what's the word? Just muted by their wives. You oh, know? yeah, totally. Just like, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. Do that. And for me, and I think that's where it comes out a lot. And just like your freedom of speech. You can do whatever you want. You can go wherever you want. And then you can say whatever you want. Yeah. And it's, uh, you can be a creep, you know, you can't be a creep. You can't say that stuff. You couldn't say, I don't think you know what 15 items is. Yeah. If your wife was there. Right, right. Yeah. She'd yeah. be like, don't talk to that cute girl. Or she'd be like, that's so rude. How can you, why yeah. would you say that to somebody? You can't say it. And that is just more and more this whole, like, oh, the just the PC bullshit, everything going on, you know, like, so I got in this car accident last night, right? Mm-hmm. I was on the, on the way to this comedy show. And I rented a car because I wanted to make sure I got to the gig on time. Okay. And I get and this woman pulled right in front of me, fucking wrecked the car. And I was so mad that I didn't, first of all, I mean, it, I knew she was okay. I mean, she got out of the car and was walking around and she was fine. But I didn't What was ask, the first thing you said? I didn't, I didn't answer if she was okay. I didn't talk to her. And the thing is like, Ooh, okay. I, I've always, for some reason, known in my mind, like everyone's like, if you get in a car accident, don't talk to the other person. You're, like you're What? Not, I don't That's know. That's not a thing. I don't know. You're I supposed to ask, are you okay? So I didn't. Who I didn't, told you that? I don't know where. I don't That's know, so I didn't, not true. But I didn't, I didn't ask her if she was okay. Okay. And uh, I just called 911, right? All right. And we're standing around and cars, 
like about every 10 or 20 seconds, cars would stop by and roll down their window and they would ask like, you guys okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the third or good people. Yeah, like the third or fourth car. I'm like, oh Jesus, man, (laughs) fucking asshole. Yeah. But that, I I think I'm just so, you know, I was just like tunnel vision. Yeah. I don't know what my point was, but, um, Oh, no, you, yes, you as were far saying, as like saying uh, shit, like I don't, I just, I don't know that I, I less and less I buy into this whole thing that we have to filter shit that we say. No, you I know? think like if I'm, somebody has a hundred yeah. items in the, in a self checkout that says 15 or less. Yeah. Like, I feel like we should be able to call people out on that shit. Yeah. You know? I don't think for me, I think I'll say whatever I want to that person and it's okay. I'm not trying to be mean, but I do. I'm going to, I am trying to shame them. I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You can't read the sign. You dummy. There's not enough room on the rack and it's okay. You should be shamed. I do dumb stuff all the time and people shame me. Your best friends, they probably razz you. They probably give you guff for all the dumb stuff you do. And what does it do? It makes you better. Yeah. If all your friends were, oh yeah, that's, Dude, you're not dumb. That's not a dumb thing. You're doing good. You're if they're always doing that, you're just gonna. It doesn't feel good. I like be like my balls being busted. Yeah, I mean, I know next time I get in an accident, like I'll definitely ask. Yeah, totally person. do that, man. It's part of being a good human being. Look yeah. out. Oh, God, I was fucking mad. You just got out of the car and you didn't even say anything. No. Did they ask? Did they say anything to you? No, she didn't say anything. We both you. just got out and were walking around like nothing happened. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it smashed. I mean, it like both cars were not drivable, but yeah, I, I don't like do the fucking airbags didn't go off. That huh. kind of was like, what the fuck? Anyway, I feel like the animosity would just be like palpable because you're just like both I, super it, pissed at each other because you've been inconvenienced. I can't but say they, that I can't say that that there wasn't on her part because we never really talked. I mean, she oh. has been like the whole time. Like, well, she never asked me? you. She never asked me. either. You're yeah. both just. Complete sociopath Just, without any empathy. <laughs> like, I've been in this car accident. This is my car accident. Yeah. And I'm inconvenienced. But oh, I'm okay. God, I was so fucking mad. Yeah. The fact that I rented a car specifically to not be late to the gig. It's the way it is, man. But anyway. That's life. Life gives you lemons. Hey, but you're okay, buddy. Yeah. And so is she. <laughs> Everything's like- fine. Somebody asked me today, emailed me today, and they're like, they're like, well, at least you were, at least you didn't get hurt. I'm like, yeah, I had a fucking shitty set though after that. Like, I was still in that, like, yeah, that, you can't. I was still yeah. in this, like, it's still, f- right. F- your perspective, you can't, yeah. had you broken your femur or something that night, yeah. you would have killed to have just gone to the comedy show and had a poopy set. Yeah. You'd have been like, oh, I would have loved to just go there and get on stage yeah. and eat a pile of my own and then go home. In a different car. But yeah, you're okay. Yeah. Perspective, man. Oh, yeah. Everything's fine. This whole thing. It's, it's Stand up comedy. No, see, it, it's the only child thing. Like, you, that, you yeah. only have one fucking perspective. Mm. Do you really feel like that's why? I feel it's a big part of it. Yeah. You don't get to, yeah. I feel like it's, it's a big part of being an only child. And on top of that, being alone for 48 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I think it keeps getting worse. I don't think it keeps getting better. But you have a harder time seeing the world in someone else's perspective. I think so. Because you're just not around other people that much. Right. Yeah. I think it's just it's just. Yeah. I mean, it's just socially, um, just not able to handle you know situations like that very well. But yeah, it's not socio. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, it's sociopath. Is. Yeah, you are. That's, but here's what I think. I think I, cause I do the same. Do you do this? I sometimes avoid people because I'm, uh, I don't want to upset anyone. I don't want to put myself in social interactions cause I'm afraid I'm going to hurt someone's feelings or I'm going to do something. Yeah. A good person. Like yeah. if someone deserves to have their feelings hurt or they deserve something like I'll, you know, I'll enjoy, you know, busting someone's chops. But if I actually, like make someone feel bad about something. Like I accidentally ignore them or they feel like I said something that oh, made I them. Oh, I feel terrible. Oh yeah. yeah. It's not like I'm not an empathetic person because I really am. Right. Yeah. And like injustice. Yeah. Just in fury. It make, just makes me enraged. Yeah, me too. Really weird. And it's, it's weird too. Like, I don't know why it's so funny. Like people speeding through your neighborhood, um, mm-hmm. 
is never never bothers you until you like own a house and then all of a sudden you're like you know slow it down young man like i don't know where where that comes from but you yeah just stupid shit like that where um you know, people running red lights and, and just, it's like every time I just think this asshole. You get worked out? I get totally worked out. Yeah. I definitely should not be a cop. I mean, there's, I would just, it's, every time I think about it, it's just like, oh, I wish I was a cop right now. I would pull that motherfucker over. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have cop fantasies? Not, yeah. not. I do. I, I mean, I just, I, I would make a horrible cop. You'd just be beating the oh, shit out of everyone? That yeah. speeds, or at least tasing them, or something. Yeah, something, something that's not. Yeah, that shit just makes me so mad that, that people are just. Yeah, I have that too. I think I have like um, if if someone okay, if someone's kind of like giving out good energy and they're a good person, I want to reward that person. I want to keep them good. Like I had mm. a teacher, I had a substitute teacher in high school, really nice person. So you know what people did? They walked all over him and treated him like garbage. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, you guys suck because this teacher is being cool. He's being a nice person. We're enjoying class. And rather than you being grateful that we have like a cool sub, you're just talking and treating him like he's not an authority figure. Yeah. So what that's going to do to him, he's going to take all that <clears throat> energy, all that good energy he was putting out. And he says, now I have to put out the negative energy. Yeah. And I'm like, you yep. created that negative energy because you were a dumbass and you just talked about your shoes while he's trying to teach. Now, see, I like, that's how I feel. I mean, granted, this car accident last night, it was. It was her I mean, fault. I mean, it was her fault. And, yeah. and I was in the moment. I mean, I didn't do the I didn't do the right thing. And, you know, it's like, I don't want everyone to think I'm a total asshole, but. Like most of the time, I mean, like I am, I, I, it's like, I am the type of person that like you, like if you, if you make me be an asshole about it, I'm going to be an asshole. Okay. But then it's on you at that point. Like I'm not, I'm not an asshole just to be an asshole. You like created it's just, this. You created this and it's not like I'm, I'm yelling at somebody for having 18 or 20 items right. instead of 15. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be. I mean, we're talking like when shit's falling off the self-checkout thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to be a dick about it. Just yeah. because like, I feel like it's so, like you you are so off the charts ridiculous right now that I can't not say something. I Okay, here's where my mind goes with that. Let's go back to that girl checking out. Okay. So she's cute, right? To me, I see that and I would probably think, oh, you think because you're hot, you can put 98 items through this 15 items or less cash register. You feel entitled to this because you're cute. I know that's you. And that's where I'll. But if it's someone that's like a mom or someone like an old lady that's smiling and she's doing it, I'm like, oh, she's just confused. The poor lady. Maybe she needs some help. So if I see someone where I think, oh, you feel like you deserve this. You you can do whatever you want because you have boobs and a butt. Then I'll get I'll get upset. Yeah, I don't know if <clears throat> I think I think people are just so fucking preoccupied with their own shit that they're just oblivious. I just don't to feel others. like yeah. I just don't feel like people um, like I don't think that we need more rules and more laws. I just think that we need to follow the ones that we have, and and so. What does that look like to you? What it, should people do more of? You know, I, I guess... Um, do you think we should have people calling people out that are trying to run 100 items through a 15? Well, that's the frustrating part. Because when you... So when you do call people out, mm-hmm. and I've done it other, th- other times, right? Yeah. When you... So let's change the scenario. Okay. Right? If that was a... Let's just say a 40-something-year-old, just regular suburban mom... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not an old lady, not a young hot girl, just just average mom, mm-hmm. and she's pulling that shit. Um, and if I said something to her like that, yeah, she'd probably get really pissed. She'd probably be like, "Who are you? Who are you to talk to me that way?" Okay. And so I I think that's a predominant attitude right now that people don't. Um, it's if you honk at somebody, yeah. If you if you say anything to somebody like, "Hey," like. 
uh, I was here before you. People are just, it's like they're so shocked when you say shit that they, yeah. that they get mad. And, and I don't know if it's that they're in this just fucking texting digital bubble that they, that it's like the, you just shatter it. Or if it's that people are just so. It's a human, like indignation it, yeah. is a human response. Being defensive when you're being attacked. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a lot of it. I think getting over. So I, I, I do that all the time. And I've learned that when I get honked at, it's usually I'm never indignant because I think, oh, no, I'm dumb. I'm not looking. I'm not paying attention. Yeah. I deserve that. And I and I don't project on the person behind me saying, look at like this idiot. I'm so upset with him. He is just, a you know, he is wasting my time. I just look at him as a guy that says, hey, it's a green arrow. Yeah. And we're all trying to get through. Yeah. So how about or you're, drive? you're coming over into my lane and I'm here. Yeah. Just snap out of it. There's no there's no passive honk where it's like, hey, buddy, yeah, no. maybe don't kill me. It's all just aggressive, like, you know. Honks and, yeah, like honks on the East Coast, you know, not just New York, but I mean, it's totally different. It's not a sign of aggression. It's it's honk. It's, it's a horn being used in the correct way. Yeah. Versus like Midwest is like honk, you might get shot. Like that's, yeah, it's, it's just, just so. Like, I want you to know. I'm mad. You've inconvenienced <laughs> yeah. me. It's all aggressive. It's rather than it's like it's postemptive. It's it's it already happened. I'm letting you know I'm mad. Rather right, than right. someone saying, "Hey, this me honking is actually going to affect the situation right now." Yeah. Because yeah. how often do that does that happen? People will be passing you on the highway. Maybe you weren't going fast enough in the left lane, and they'll honk at you. Let you know as they go by. Yeah. yeah just like hey, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, buddy, <laughs> and I want you to know. We got to not talk about traffic anymore. I'm oh, yeah. Like sorry. I'm pissed off. Oh, one thing I do. <laughs> I want to talk about um, your experience now. 48 year old man. And you're trying to get into comedy. You want to do it. And uh, you've been doing it for two years now. What's your and you're hanging out with uh, dudes like me. And when I see you, I don't think of I don't I really I think it's a beautiful thing because when I go and I hang out at an open mic or something. Uh, I don't, I, this sounds really dumb, but I don't see age. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I'll like even everyone's been on the podcast. I couldn't tell you how old they are. Yeah. Cause I don't, everyone I've had on are people that I like talking to and I don't feel any sort of disconnection. Yeah. So what's, how do you see that when you're out doing comedy with like a 20 year old or a 19 year old? I don't, I think, it, you know, from me looking at them, mm-hmm. I don't see them as younger. Um, because, like I said, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't feel twenty five, but I don't, I don't feel forty eight. Yeah. So I think when you're, when you're the older one, it, it's, it's, you don't see, you don't see the gap, like when you're, because when you're twenty five, a thirty year old seems like they're fifty. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it's sort of when you're looking ahead or you're looking up, it's, it's way up. So I don't know how, I don't know how those guys feel. I mean, we've really never talked about it, but yeah. I've always. I just I know for me, um, you know, there's so many really good young comedians in, in Cincinnati that that I really look up to, and I, I admire them. <clears throat> oh, I totally do. And um, you know, some of them are just such great writers, and they're so funny, um, and and, I, and they're difficult to talk to at times. You know, what I mean, they're you're just, intimidated th- by these 25 year olds. Um, yeah, I can be at times, but, yeah. it, but also, I mean, we're talking a lot of the times, you know, we're in groups. Yeah, true. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm a senior and the freshmen are making fun, standing over there, like smoking, making fun of me or, uh, Oh, like there, there's a group that's kind of, uh, no, but I'm just saying like, it's just how my perception, like it, uh, you, you think they're making fun. I, f- yeah, I, you really yeah. do. Ah, so well, sometimes but now, now I don't care. Now they openly make fun of me, and that's totally different. I, and that's totally different. Yeah. And and now it's you know I feel like it's taken a long time to. Um, I've tried really hard to earn to earn their respect, and I've yeah. felt and I've felt like I needed to, um, and so that I mean I think that's probably been one of the harder things for me to to come in to such a young community. Yeah, that you know that they don't really that we don't have a lot to relate to with each other. Right. I mean, a little bit. I don't want to say that we don't, but... I think we do have a lot. 
I think no, I think we do now. But I mean, in the beginning, I didn't feel like yeah, and feel like we did. And but I feel like that that group of younger comedians hangs out a lot outside of comedy too. I mean, they're all friends. They're all they're all going through the same mm-hmm. life stuff. They're all you know, a lot of them are some two, three of them can be roommates at the same time. And so, yeah. like, I was I was knew that they they had that, and and so I I always felt like that was not a barrier, but that. You know, like there was no way I could. That's not a thing you could do. That's not a thing I could really, you know, get that close to them. I just felt like I had to earn their respect by coming out, coming out to the to the mics. You know, the open mics are have always been hard for me to do. Yeah. Not just because they're on weeknights and they're late, and and you know I work early. It's not like because that's kind of a cop out. It's like if you yeah. want to do comedy, I think at some point you have to yeah. start realizing that's that's where it is, but. But yeah, I mean, just just making an effort and and really working on, you know, I don't think I ever really had that many hacky jokes, even in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but getting more and more into just really trying to write some some quality stuff to to make them laugh, which I think in turn- To earn respect. To earn respect, but also, I mean, it's just, you know, trying to make them laugh is such a different thing than than trying to make people at a club laugh and and i didn't like it at first and now i i really i love the challenge of that it's hard i mean it's so so i mean the the comparison michael is making is the open mics are primarily other comedians and you kind it's very difficult especially thinking about if you're in a group of you're almost in a group of friends it's like you joining a circle of friends who are, you know, um, you know, chopping it up and you just try to go in with your own stuff. Yeah. It's tough. And that's and that's where and that's where you find your way into at least the community we're in. That's the way it is. Yeah. That's how you get it. And it's interesting too, because uh, back to the age thing, I've I've I haven't really written a whole lot of stuff up until the past couple months. Uh, about being older in my life, you know, it's like I got laid off back in February, and that spurred a whole bunch of stuff, and and now I'm kind of getting into, you know, um, you know, realizing I'm 48 and never been married, and that that's probably not going to happen at this point, or at least for me right now, I have a hard time. Yeah. So I start writing jokes about that. I sometimes there's a, I can see them perking up a little bit and paying attention, and I don't know if it's I don't think that this, the material is really that funny yet, but it's but it, at least it's material that they haven't experienced yet. I mean, so maybe they're just they're just stories that they enjoy listening to because it's a perspective that they don't. It's honesty. Yeah, like and I'm not going to get up are, until yeah. if I get up and tell jokes about pot or whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, they they've got that covered, and they've got living in their mom's basement covered, and they've got yeah. all that stuff. So for me, talking about yeah. Talking about stuff like that is is um talking about you talking about think, me yeah. and but from that from a a fairly unique angle I think at least in the community around here I mean there's other older comedians but yeah um well I think that's what like <clears throat> you can earn someone's respect if I can appreciate what you're doing and you're not just here trying to you know get laughs at doing a some no, my penis is broken or something, you know. And if you're yeah. just really talking about, hey, I'm this is me. I feel like a creep all the time, or yeah. I'm 48 and I haven't, in, I have a hard time connecting with other people my age. I'm like, oh, I'm I would I'm I I would perk up. I was like, yeah. what is this? Is that's interesting to me. You having like, oh, I can't. I gotta, you know, my dick like broken half or something like uh stop like right, i don't right, that's right. not true yeah. you're lying and you're just saying just garbage yeah wasting <laughs> your time wasting my time so i do think i think comedy the group we're in it really is a beautiful thing because i think it transcends like gender uh you know race age it's just i think there's just something you can connect on with all these people and i don't i'm not even kidding i really don't feel like i even see it yeah i don't even it doesn't even occur to me i don't you know no i'm always amazed too at the um the comics 
around here, well, probably everywhere in general, how, you know, very liberal thinking. And I don't know why that surprises me. Like, there's a part of me that thinks that comedians are the ones that, like, I don't know why comedians would be, like, so anti-gun and so anti-this and anti-that, you know, when they're the ones that are most outspoken about stuff. It always surprised me just a little bit. I mean, I, I'm, there's conservative comedians too but it's mm-hmm. it's just uh you know a gorilla dies or whatever it's it's funny to me to read some of the comments and everything why what do you think what do you mean like liberal just their their take on things is just not i think it still surprises me a little bit i don't know why i don't know i don't have an explanation for that other than like i got it you know what i mean like i, can, like, yeah. I mean they're just like they're i, I guess i guess what the case i'm trying to make is that they're surprisingly amazing human beings. You know what I mean? Like, I think people... Wait, how'd think, you get there? Well, like, how? why else would you be anti-gun if you weren't, like, a super empathetic, really genuine human being versus, like, a comedian, you know, that might just be a total dick and just telling rape jokes and telling all kinds of shit just to be for shock value. Like, none of the comedians around here really seem to be like that. Like, they seem to be... yeah. Because I like, I get, I have a really dark side. I don't really do it on stage, but I have, I have like, I have, I have like dark humor that I think of. And, you know, every once in a while, like I'll run a premise by somebody while they're out smoking and I'll, I'll, I'll occasionally get this like, oh, dude, you, you don't want to do that on stage. Yeah. I've and heard I, some of your stuff. Yeah, I've told I, you that. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I totally know why, um, why they're saying it there's i mean they're saying it because like you're gonna upset people in the crowd or it's just that's not gonna work for you yeah but also i think they're it even offends them a little bit and i think that's kind of cool yeah like there was a comic recently that was just super racist and like to the point where i was like wow like even i'm a little offended now yeah uh yeah well honestly what i'm i'm really i'm I don't even super care about people that are, you know, good people or bad people. I, yeah. I'm attracted to anyone that's genuine. Yeah. I'd be friends with someone that was a total racist. But if they were, if they told me, like, here's why I'm a racist. Here's my past. And here's why I've been led to believe this. And if they have their own perspective and they're willing to, like, talk about it. Like, hey, I'd love you to, like, convince me to not be racist. But here I am. Here's where I'm at in my life. Um so even if they're a gun toter or they're, you know, whatever sort of take on women's rights, anything, yeah. if they're genuine and say, this is how I feel, that's where I'm, that's where I think, oh, I like you. I'm attracted to someone that just, not someone that's going to say, oh, I don't, I don't think, gun, I don't think you should be able to tote a gun because everyone else that I want to identify with believes that. I'm like, yeah. be you, tell me how you feel. And maybe people think you're a dirtbag. I won't. I just want to know you, what, why you think what you think. Yeah. That's, how'd you it's get probably there? a generational thing too. I think when you're younger, you're, you tend to take, be more vocal, have stronger opinions about stuff and be a little more vocal. Well, and you're like, also very dumb. Yeah. I mean, or just le- not as experienced yet. I mean, cause, or less jaded. This is a better way. Cause like yeah. I, yeah, I get older and, and again, it's like not asking somebody if they're okay after a car accident. I yeah. don't like, I'm not, I'm not a bad, mean person. I just think that, I just get to the point where it's like, I don't, I'm not thinking of that right now. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the same way about politics, anything else. Like, I really don't. Yeah. I know I should care more, but I don't. I don't, like, I don't care who's president. Really. There's too much to know. It doesn't, and it, yeah. I don't feel like it affects my life at all. It's not, so. It. I mean, sure, it affects our lives, but is it worth getting as worked up as everyone gets? And I don't know the answers. You don't know the answers. And I think a lot of times people just want, we are getting very tangential right now, yeah, but I, know. I think people want you to know that they know the answers. They don't want what's best for the country. They just want you, Michael, to know, hey, I have the answers. I know that right. Trump's bad or Hillary's bad or turns out Trump's good. They want you to know, like, hey, I've, I know. And, and I'll just be honest and say, I don't know anything. Yeah, I'm very yeah. dumb when it comes to politics. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't interest me, and I'm—I don't know anything. I never took a political science class even, and that's okay. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah, so my generation sucks, is what I'm trying to say. It's um, you know, the last place I worked, 
the last you know five ten years that I've worked, uh, I've experienced that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, you know, I work in an ad agency, and then you you have some 24, 25 year old. Uh, you know, come in, it's their first job job, right? Okay. So they're either right out of college or they graduated college and have been waiting tables for a year until they, you know, fine. So they finally have a real job, Mm -hmm. salary and benefits and all that kind of stuff. And the work ethic is just like across the board, like just abysmal. Really? Like no concept of like, you need, you need to be here by 830. Yeah, and meaning like coming in at nine or nine fifteen, like right. so, like, and like it's and not realizing that it's pissing people off and not, I, and so I don't know if it's just, I don't know where it comes from. I mean, I don't feel like I was. I, mean, I feel like we're all a little bit like that. Yeah, when we're younger, but I don't know if it's a cultural thing, if it's technology or whatever it is that it's a. I feel like it's worse now than you. Well, no, I just think whatever, because we're all different. You know what I mean? Some generations, they're just more of a certain thing that leads them to be one way. But I think it's it's that person who shows up at nine fifteen when they're supposed to be there eight thirty. Yeah. You know what hasn't happened in their life? They haven't gotten ramifications for being late. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna get fired from that job and they're gonna think, oh, you know what? Maybe next time I show up at 8.30 and maybe I'll still have a job, you know? Or they might, even worse, they might be like, those guys are assholes. Like, like, they might not learn anything. They will, but you're going to hit the bottom. You're going to realize, eventually, it's me. I'm the problem. I don't show up on time and I get fired from every job I had. They're not assholes. Right. <laughs> I'm just inconsiderate of other people's time. Oh, man. I think it's just when you're older and you look back, you can see it more. Yeah. We were talking, my buddy and I were talking about this the other day. We went to, uh, talking about creepy, like going to the rec center pool in the summertime. Yeah. You know, when you're 48 and single. Um, That's creepy. It, it, it's a weird not, thing. It is, it is weird. And, yeah. But we we're, one of my friends, uh, he's married and has kids, but and a day off and we're chilling at the pool and he's like God, i don't remember like 14 year olds oh no don't say this looking like that you know no. when, I, when i was 14 and you, and you I, didn't say this, this I didn't say that. He, he said it and i'm like yeah no i mean i i agree but at the same time it's like i, I don't think it's the 14 year old girls at the swimming pool look better than they used to when i was 14 okay i think it's that you you didn't notice it and you didn't look at it that way when you were four. It was. It's just yeah. a different. It's just a it's, hot girl when you're fourteen, and then when you're an old man, it's, it's like just weird. Oh, it's a hot fourteen-year-old girl, which is a bigger deal. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, you're it's a creep. Just, it's just not like I do not. Yeah, I don't like. I go and sit like in the corner facing the trees when Good. I go to the rec center. He's like, I don't want there to be any any confusion yep. or misunderstanding there. And I have like fucked up phobias and shit. Like I have a, I have a phobia of, and they're all unrealistic, but I mean, like I, I have a phobia of getting falsely accused of shoplifting. So like if I go in a target yeah. and I walk out without buying anything, it freaks me out. Like I'm sure that, that, that's why are you going gonna... into targets and not making purchases, man? Well, that's a whole other, that's, that's, that's see when I used to drink, I used to do stupid shit like that. Okay. You don't drink, right? No, I quit. Yeah, me neither. I quit, and um, I mean it was a health decision, but like the just the overall benefits are yeah, it's just like off the charts. Um. I feel you, dude. I'm the I'm the same boat. I just quit. I mean, I drink a little bit here and there, yeah. but like it don't bother me at all either. Um, like hanging out in bars and stuff with yeah. people that are drinking. Like I was just ready. I was like, fuck it. It's just so and. My doctor was on me and I was, you know, just feeling like crap all the time. So that's what it is. And it's yeah. nice to just be lucid until you yeah. go to bed at night. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's nice to be doing things until I decide that it's time to turn my body off. Yeah. Like the productivity. Productivity. Level is just like off the charts. Yeah. You're just doing stuff because before I'd have like an hour or two before I went to bed that was just lost. Yeah. But now yeah. it's just, you know, up until I hit the pillow, it's. I'm like doing work. Yeah. yeah. It's it's weird too. Like the, you know, of all the, you know, whether it's pot or whatever, it's, I feel like if you tell people, if you tell people you quit, you kicked heroin, 
you know, which I never tried heroin. But if you told people you quit heroin, yeah, I think they're kind of like, oh, that's good. It's kind of fucked up that you were doing heroin. But yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah. if you tell people you quit drinking, it's like they, it's like it's taking something away from them a little bit. It's a weird reaction. Everyone's, oh, it's the same reaction. They they're feel just like, judged. No, they don't feel judged. They're just like, I mean, I don't have a lot of drinking buddies at this point, but I mean, yeah. it's like, they're just like, oh, that sucks. It's the really? same reaction every time. And I tell, I tell it on stage a lot now. And no applause. You know how like when a comic says, yeah, I just had a baby or I just had a birthday. Yeah, people, yeah. Nothing you when you tell people. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, I just quit drinking. Just It's just crickets. And it's, I mean, I just build it into the, into the bit now because it's that's it's funny but it's like yeah. why is why is no one well yeah they I don't just know. don't know how either they don't know how to react or they're or they're just like they can't picture what that what that would be like but it's funny well it's not yeah i don't know it's not necessarily something to be proud of because you're in the context of a bunch of people drinking yeah it's yeah. weird if a bunch of people were you know you were in a uh i don't know no i'm, I'm not gonna make this comparison but that's it. I feel I see what you're saying. I mean, there's a whole room full of people drinking. Yeah, it's like, why are you talking about this, man? You can't yeah. you can't expect a reaction of like, good for you. Yeah, you know, because it's like, well, what are you doing in a this? What are you, this isn't the place for you. Right, you've right. come to the wrong part of the world. That's funny. Um, you got anything else on you being, you know, you being you, you being a creep being a guy that's never been uh married at 48 kind of your perspective what you're trying to do now with life and what gets you up in the morning if you could yeah i just feel like i'm i'm just now i really kind of feel like i'm getting into a little bit of a groove now um not 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 necessarily with comedy or with anything in my life i just feel like i'm you know, kind of accepting myself a lot more now than yeah. I used to. And then, you know, writing about it and joking about it and just having, having fun and being productive. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the one thing I'm really grateful for about comedy is it's just made me, um, it's made me a better writer and mm-hmm. it's, it's made me think like more critical about everything, but in a, in a good way, like yeah. maybe, I think it helps you come to terms with who you are in a lot of ways. And that's that's Definitely. what it's been yeah. good for me. It's been good for me to accept my flaws and realize that they're funny and people love me, even though I'm flawed. Yeah. And yeah. that's the one thing. I mean, it's like I, I, I've always liked, I've always really liked, you know, Louis C.K. just because that, like, that's the type of humor I mm-hmm. really connect with. That I'm just, yeah. I'm a fat slob. I mean, it's... I think that's why universally people like him because it's like even if like yeah you're not a fat slob or whatever it's like well we all have flaws they're just different and it's not that you're attracted to his flaws you're just attracted to being comfortable seeing someone that's comfortable with their own yeah it's amazing and you and you see him on stage and you think oh if he can be up there and be so confident and comfortable with his own imperfections maybe I can too. Yeah, and that's the thing that you don't you don't see that when you s- first start doing comedy that the people are the people have come to laugh, mm-hmm. but they I think they've also come to you know resolve whatever it is in their you know it's like they want to feel they want to feel good yeah not just laugh I think they want to like they want to get some relief from all sorts of different things but I think so and so that the idea that you know you almost have a responsibility up there sometimes to yeah like they've come to not see a monkey like dance on stage right but to to leave with something um yeah you just want it's it's a you know that's i think you have that responsibility every night it's not about you yeah it's just it's never about you it's about them and unless you're an only child if you're an only child well then yeah always sorry better. that's obviously we know if you're if there's, if there's a takeaway of this yeah yeah have more kids that's yeah have make friends have, for your don't kids have just one yeah i'm yeah i'll probably have man if that, i do have one i cannot imagine a kid oh there's no way at this point 
You think it's too, the ship is sailed? Yeah, I mean, everything still works and stuff, but I mean, I'm just like, I don't want to be, first of all, I don't want to be 75 when my kid's in high school. You imagine how much shit he would get from his friends. Yeah, they wouldn't care. Uh, I don't think they'd care. I'm not. You'd be old dad. If that's what's holding you back, I wouldn't worry about it. No, I don't think that's holding. That's I know. not. That's clearly not yeah. what's holding me. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's don't act like you're doing it for the so many for the self esteem of your kid. <laughs> Just don't want one. Oh jeez. You got anything to plug? You got anything not, coming up? Not really. Yeah. There's um. No. You doing any grocery store? Any jungle gyms? <laughs> no, it's over. Yeah, that was, that's fun. I at this point. Yeah, a mic, a mic is a mic for me. All right, well then, audience, come out so. to Cincinnati open mics. Alicaro, I got to put him. I got to get. He has the quote: "Inviting someone to an open mic is like inviting inviting someone." I'm gonna mess it up. Inviting someone to go see you at an open mic is like inviting someone that you want to sleep with to come watch you masturbate, <laughs> which I don't think is a is a good comparison, but it's a really funny thing. When he said it. It is funny. It is funny. I don't know why, but it just, it works. Awesome. Well, this has been dope. Thanks a lot, Michael. Thank you. All right. Later.